Well, welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Ian Sork. Uh, been a while since we have put out any content, any podcast. Um, we've watched a lot of TV over quarantine. And so instead of doing sports for the time being, uh, we're going to basically do a series uh, of running of through television shows, uh, going through episode by episode and breaking them down. Um, let me first introduce my co-host and then we'll get into what our first show is. Uh, joined by my co-host James Tringali, uh, he's he's welcome back. But the King of Tampa himself, the FIFA God, Michael Scholl, joins the podcast. It, 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 and will eight be one a, three. <laughs> we'll be on more consistently, uh, so it'll be us three uh, starting this out. Um, and to reiterate, this is the first episode of the Binge Boys podcast. Essentially, um, I guess we're falling underneath the umbrella of the thoughts podcast don't have any artwork yet put out for that. So all of this will be put out by the thoughts podcast URL and, and that thing moving forward. Um, so I said, we're going to do a number of shows. Uh, we're going to start out small though. Uh, we're going to do some of the staple shows, but as we figure out what works and what doesn't um, we'll iterate this as we go along. Um, and so we'll, we will do some of those staple shows that, that are well known, but the first show that we start with is the Netflix drama. The Spy uh, came out in the fall of 2019. Uh, currently, one season consists of six episodes, uh, directed by Gideon Raff, starring Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, inspired by true events, uh, the show is based in the 1960s, focusing on the Israeli clerk turned spy, Ellie Cohen, uh, who en- ends up infiltrating the Syrian government. Um, now, one thing the show could do a better job of. Um, I think is setting the stage around the historical context and like where we are within this moment. So to provide some high level context, the Syrian Israeli conflict, which still exists today, goes back to the 1920s. Uh, There was a war in in 1948 and tensions throughout the fifties and sixties, which ultimately led, led, led to the seven day war in 1967. So we're kind of around this spot. 1959 is when the, the show takes place. Um, Ellie Cohen was an Egyptian Jew who was just a normal store clerk uh, who then was recruited by Mossad to infiltrate the Syrian government. He did work his way all the way up to be the right hand man of the Minister of Defense. Um, so inspired by true events. Uh, the first episode titled The Immigrant uh, first scene takes place in 1965 uh, with him being in jail. Uh, being captured and having to write a letter uh, and a man asking what his name is. We then get a flashback to 1959. So we go back six years. Um, Ultimately, quick recap of of the first episode, which we can then talk about right as we go through this, is recruited by Mossad, um, basically put through a crash course over six months. Um, Basically, he has to hide it from his wife. He can't tell anybody about this due to the circumstances of the conflict. Um, things were ex- expedited. He ultimately gets stationed in Buenos Aires. Um, and then the show ends essentially with him pronouncing his code name, which is Camille Amin Tabith. Um, and then we're off. Anything you guys would like to add before we get, get going or dive in? Well, you set that table pretty well, man. Yeah, no. Awesome. Thank- Thanksgiving spread. Hey, or Passover, I, I should say. I try. I try. Um, so I guess just expectations, right? As far as, um, I guess, James, let's start with you. Overall themes, general takeaways. I thought the show, you know, 
aside from the historical context part, did a pretty good job of laying things out as far as what we can maybe expect moving forward. Um, well, we, I don't think they're trying to hide anything because it is based on a, a true story and we know yep. what happens to them and they yep. make, make sure that we, they don't show the final moments, but pretty, pretty close to, um, his, his final moments, the flash yeah. forward you alluded to. Um, so there's, there's not going to be any drama or surprises on that front, but how we get there, certainly I, I haven't done any reading on the specifics other than that, you know, general overview you just gave. That's, that's pretty much what I know as well. Um, I think it'll just be a fun, cool ride to see how, how he was able to accomplish that as you as you mentioned going all the way up as high of the chain as he did is uh pretty impressive to say the least yeah definitely mike was there anything that you initial thoughts that you had about the show or expectations or just maybe thoughts around sasha baron cohen given the fact that it's kind of a new role for him in the sense that it's a bit more serious and it's not your traditional comedy that he would star in. Yeah, no, I, when we picked this, I read a, a brief overview of what it was about, um, which definitely helped me obviously learning the history of what was going on. Um, and when I heard he was the lead, I, I immediately thought it was going to be a comedy, but he, I thought he was great. And I, you know, they didn't do a good job of, I guess, the non-historian for the non-historian watching to set it up like you like you said. But they did some good things with him. Um, like one of the first scenes, he's just punching into he's like a, almost a savant with numbers, punching in those receipts, beats the clock, right. eats his lunch, just kind of a calculated guy. And then, as you see, he wants to you know, for his country. He loves nothing more. Um, I thought that was good. He, he's just very diligent. He's hardworking and he's kind of a machine. So I'm really excited to see the growth of obviously him undercover. Which is a, a, a cool theme. I don't know if you had this E, but he, he wasn't born there. No, I think that's yeah. one. That's probably one of many reasons like, you know, a few that Mike just mentioned as far as why he was able to do what he did um, for them is he wasn't from there. He didn't, you know, he, he looked a different, slightly different persuasion. Um, so in terms of like sending him somewhere else, that, that certainly helped. And, you know, we should mention that he, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for best performance, which based on, the, yeah. yeah, based on the first episode, I, you know, I'm not surprised. No, definitely. And I think, Mike, to your credit, they did do a couple of different things, right? Because you see him in the jail cell and then it flashed forwards or flashes back, excuse me. And it just seems like a very, you know, um, not, I don't know if it's innocent, maybe innocent is the right word where he's just in, in, in the store doing his thing, crunching numbers. But I think it was, uh, it was evident because I think they had, they mentioned in the show that they, you know, they had to expedite, I guess, the fact that they realized there was further plans, right, that Syria had beyond what was just going on at the border. And so that was the reason for them needing to actually get someone in there as soon as possible. 
Um, and so it seems like he had tried at some point to join Mossad. They rejected him. Right. Um, and I thought it was a really cool moment. And it maybe some foreshadowing as far as his talent goes, like what we're going to see here is like um, where they gave him the wrong address. And I guess that was a big part is just instinct. Um, and that was something that I, I caught on to, which is probably going to play a part like as we go along here. The other thing for me is obviously the love interest, um, Nadia, who is still alive today. And I was reading some things about yeah. what she thinks about the show. Um, that there's definitely going to be something else there, right? As far as things he's going to have to figure out and navigate on the other side or in, in his you, other world. So, did you guys catch on that on that point? I found it just well. I didn't even notice it while we were watching, but thinking back on it now, when both of you were talking, the pilot seemed to have set up this. You know, they're, they're basically showing us. Maybe they won't do it every episode, but like the flash forward and the flash back and him not remembering his name, like they're definitely setting up uh, one, obviously the two lives that he had to live, but two, like the mental, <clears throat> I guess, anguish or, you know, what goes into leading that kind of life where he, you know, couldn't remember his name. Right. Yeah. But he's but he's writing to his wife. So there's a lot of and obviously in that scene he's missing his fingernails. So like there's some serious Yeah, like I said, I thought in terms of a pilot we uh, we could probably pull back on our criticism of not knowing anything. Like we could have easily read up before we went in. in I think that's of, an expectation from them, yeah. Yeah, for in terms of a pilot absolutely a hook think about the shows not to go on a tangent other shows we've watched um just not that we haven't done pods on where we're like hey just get through the first two or three episodes get through i mean you're 15 20 30 minutes in and you're like yeah this is gonna be sweet no that's a that's a great point you think that's That's a a product of you're 100 percent right a product though of it's only like it's a limited series, like limited series kind of just have to get into it. You know what you're probably. I mean, and they, I mean they hit yeah. the. I mean, you're you're 100 percent right. Like, regardless of how far they're going to go, but it. Not not to take away from it because it was great. I I agree with you. I don't really have any criticisms about the actual episode, but like I guess that's the beauty of knowing how you're going to end it. You know, versus these you know, shows where you don't know if there's another season or movies where you don't know if there's a sequel. Like, Yeah. I mean, other, or we could say, I mean, I guess we could compare them to, uh, we won't do this, but Band of Brothers, that's kind of slow. Um, but no, you're right. It could be the fact that we know it's, they know the whole timeline. It's not like they can make a sequel to tell other stories. Like this is life. And, Still, the way they did it with the flat, like you know, flash forward, flashback. I agree with you. Definitely ready to definitely ready to go. One thing that I think I'm, I think it was okay in this episode because the fact that like you didn't need to see him go through six months of like training and that sort of thing. So I think that was fine. I am interested in how they break up the storytelling with only five more episodes left, and we have four more years to cover 
right? Like, I think that's going to be interesting to see how they navigate that because, I mean, they, they have to cover a lot of ground. I mean, obviously, they're not going to be able to tell all the stories that took place. So they're going to have to – I'm sure they picked out certain things and relationships that they're going to highlight. But that, for me, is one thing that I'm interested in as far as how they're going to uh, navigate the time jumps, right? Right, yeah. Uh, that's a good – yeah. What do you – I mean, I guess the – what would – lose out or miss out on screen time would probably be Nadia and the, the kids. Cause he, he did have children. Yes. We, ha- we haven't seen them yet, but I would imagine they're going to show us a lot more of like where he's at rather than I'm sure they'll, they'll show us a little bit of, you know, what she had to go through, but he certainly seems to be the, the focal point. No. Yeah. I think that that's, that just has to be the, the story. Cause there's only so much, so much story to tell, right? There's only so many minutes that you can, you know, attribute on screen. So I think, I think that makes sense. And I think the big thing is that ending, right? Where I think he realizes where he's going to have to forget about his other life in a sense, where he, uh, he's, he found that note, right? The letter. Um, and basically the old guy's like, yeah, you need to read that now and give that to me right now. We can't, we can't put that on the shelf for later. I think that's going to be evident and take, take just, it's going to happen more, right. It's going to escalate him having to, in a sense, just by the nature of the job is going to forget a lot, not forget, but it's just going to be, it's going to take a backseat by nature. So, and I was, I mean, he was, he was asked that, right. I think um, the character that plays, excuse me, as I get my notes, Dan Pellick played by Noah Emmerich um, asked him, he's like, would you, you know, which like how how far are you willing to go for your country right and so it, he knows what he's getting into here so it's it's going to be fun to watch how do you guys like the the way it's shot because it, it is almost like kind of stoic in a sense and i probably should start out for, uh, start start out with this so forgive me for my line of questioning but i feel like it's a pretty cool i feel like it matches the era in a sense it's kind of almost black and white at times i feel like it's cool that you get to see the letter that's actually written Yeah, I, uh, there is some, like, I was just about to say, the, the way it's shot is very um, not dialogue heavy. It's dialogue light, and I think um, it paints a really good picture. Like, for example, when he takes, he says change, and he one side is where he puts his clothes. They close the... Um, yeah, closet, and the next is like boom. Here you are, and you see like the the mirror yeah. kind of wipe away. I, very obviously, those who are into the you know that whole uh, way of shooting, yeah, you're just kind of like here we go. And I thought that was really cool. Um, but Do yeah, the, the dialogue free, not super. Uh, there's a little bit of interpretation done, so I, I enjoy it. Yeah, it it makes it. I think it makes the hour long whatever it is go a lot faster yeah no plus a, a lot can be lost in uh i forgot about that that scene that was that was definitely for the you know people who study this as an art i'm sure they were you know that would make them light up but that was definitely a cool scene i was gonna say like when you when everything's based on dialogue when it's not done well like for the viewer a lot can probably be lost in translation, especially with 
a story like this, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, do you mind if I ask a question, E? Sure. Of course. What's the significant about the moth or butterflies around the light? What are, What is that? The beginning scene when he looks up and then at the end um, as he's in Buenos Aires, what do what what kind of is that just like a was it a moth or a butterfly it might be like a yeah i'm remembering it now it might be a foreshadowing moment i don't know if we're there yet yeah i, don't I know just... if we've gotten to that place I, I think i think there's a couple of those things that were like, yeah, am i, I the only one that i guess am i the only one that recognized that or yeah no i, I, I mean... was wondering what it was i don't have an answer we should yeah, I, I think it's I think it's one of those things that we have to shelf. I think there's a few of those moments that we have to shelf. That one, right? The yeah. instinct moment, right? There's a couple of moments with the wife. The letters are obviously going to be a, a big part of this, right? Because I'm sure I don't know if he's going to try and write to his wife. I imagine he might in some. I'm sure in the 1960s, where he probably could have pulled it off, even though it still seems dangerous. So I do yeah. think there's a lot of foreshadowing that we're going to uh, we're going to we're going to find out. Right. I think there's a lot of those type of scenes that took place. So well, we know that he 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 comes back and forth. Like he's not just gone for good because, okay. yeah, you know, you know, he comes yeah, back. No, you're and right. They, they have true. kids. That's yeah. true. Um, which still I mean, that makes for an interesting I guess that's the cover. Right. Is he's import export like. That's right. Big yeah. deal. That's what so, he told the wife. You know, yeah. Go go and visit other countries. Like he, he can't just be in Syria all the time. But um that'll be interesting how that's yeah that plays out. Because I, th- yeah. I think it's like four or five times he goes back and forth okay. based on what uh what I read. And that should be excellent dialogue because the wife assumes he was cheating. Knowing, knowing where this story is probably going to go, there's probably going to be another woman, right, in in Syria that, you know, he courts in some way, shape, or form, and uh, there's going to be an element of that. It's going to make for interesting dialogue when he does go back and visit visit the wife. So you said the wife. Well, what did she think of the show? Um, I think she said that there was a few. Let me go back and read. There was a few things that she had beef with as far as storyline goes. Um, like they didn't, she actually didn't get into like specifics that she didn't like. I, I think she just, there was some, I think there was some, uh, there might've been some fibbing around like the, the relationship with the kids and things of that nature. I, I think some of like the, the, I guess the, the relationship between her and her husband, like that's the way I interpret it. She they didn't go into specifics, honestly, gotcha. in, in the article. So, um, I think there was just some things that she didn't like that was done, which is, I feel like is tradi- like, that's generally what right. happens with a lot of these shows. Narcos was the same way. There were some things that, that, that they didn't like about it. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll you probably, after we're done watching it, we'll probably go back and look at some specifics and dive in a right. little bit from a historical context. So we, we can just get a sense of what that actually was like. So uh, I think we're, you know, almost a 20 minute mark. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to note or make light of before we uh, ultimately get, watch episode two and, uh, and get that one rolling? Uh, I can't honestly just can't wait for uh second episode. It's, it's crazy how like just how much content is out there now that something like this just slides under the radar. I mean, it came out almost a year ago. No, 100%. September of last year. 
did yeah. not know that. Wow. Yeah. I um and I meant to I meant to note this at the beginning. It it was like a eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Seven yep. seven point yep. nine on IMBD. So it was a very very high rated show. Obviously, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was for an award for. It. I mean, so like it's um no, I agree. Um, I'm excited too. And the, so, the and, assistant coach from Miracle, man. This cameo. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, well, we're excited. Appreciate you guys listening. Short and quick and probably be what a lot of these are. And then we'll probably do a recap at the end, um, end of the season. Um, and at the end of the show, I guess, technically, since it's only one season. So we, we appreciate the listen. Uh, feel free to subscribe to us. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Anchor. So review, I guess, subscribe, rate, and review. That's how it goes. That's what the kids say nowadays. Um, And we look forward to uh, continuing the watch. And thank you for listening. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.